Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. The Colts take on the Vikings. Purdue has a new coach. Andrew Breeze is a coach. And yet you got a whole bunch of players who have decided a citrus ball now. I'll pass. It's all very strange. Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us right now from 93.5-1075. The fan, before we get into the Colts against the Vikings this Saturday, explain the Drew Brees thing to me. The former quarterback, the NFLer, the clear Hall of Famer, he's coming back to be a coach just for the Citrus Bowl? Um, I think it's PR, Tony. That's how it's explained to me. It's probably goodwill PR more than it is maybe anything else. So, I mean, I, you can look at it two different ways. I don't think it's that egregious, but, you know, I'd asked the question yesterday, so what is what is this about? And it was kind of explained to me that it was probably more PR um, for a team, obviously, is going to be lacking a lot of it with their coach going to Louisville, their new coach not coaching, and the brother of the coach going to Louisville that's going to be coaching them on an interim basis. No O'Connell, no Charlie Jones, uh, no Payne Durham. So, yeah, PR is probably what you're looking for more so than anything else. And a lot of sideline shots of the future Hall of Famer. Maybe putting some, getting some input as far as play by play is concerned, but yeah, a lot of PR rolling right there, Tony. What what's the point? Doesn't it look more pathetic than valuable? Like it 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 looks gimmicky. I'm, I'm not mad at Drew Brees if if someone said Drew Brees was going to get into the coaching game and he was not going to do any of the commentating or anything else. People are like, okay, that's that's cool. Wouldn't wouldn't you want to have him as uh, on your staff and see where his his future goes? But that doesn't seem what this is. No, I, I don't know if I look at it as as gimmicky. Um, it is probably. I mean, I, I'm not suggesting you're wrong because you can look at it that way. Um, I just I don't think it's that big of a deal all the way around, to be honest with you. So I just kind of look at it as he's going to be down there and they're kind of doing it um, for for the love, and that's, that's about it. There's not a, a great deal behind it. I don't think he's going to all of a sudden be struck with the, hey, I'd like to do this, you know, for my alma mater in the future or anything like that. It's just kind of a, a one-time thing, as it was explained to me, and they'll move forward afterwards. Gimmicky is probably a good thing, probably a good way to, to put it, to be honest. Talking to JMV from 93.5-1075, the fan, and the Citrus Bowl, Purdue against LSU, and you've got a multiplicity of players who have decided not to play, including O'Connell, the quarterback, and there's a, there's a family reason for that one, which I don't know how people feel about that. What about everybody else? Um, well, I mean, you got guys who are just going to go ahead and get ready for the NFL. They don't want to take a chance on getting hurt in a situation like that. Um, you see a lot of players, Tony, around college football, these bowl games. That's just what these bowl games, for the most part, unless you're in the college football playoff, that's what these bowl games mean. If you are somebody who believes, somebody who has been told you're going to be you know, a high draft selection in the NFL draft or have that opportunity, you're not going to chance it for that. So I, I always kind of look at that as being really lame. 
I can kind of understand it because the NFL is just kind of a short window of opportunity here, and you want to take advantage of it. You don't want to start out being injured because certainly we've seen examples in the past, Tony, of guys getting injured in a situation like this. But it's your team, man. I don't know how you grew up. I know how I grew up. It's your team, and you go with your team, and you're a part of your team. But uh, it's tough to be critical of these guys because I guess ultimately they're making a longer-term business decision. Well, I think it's hard to be critical of these guys when it's your team, it's your team, it's your team, and Jeff Brom isn't there to guide the team in a bowl game. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Their teammates are there. I mean, the guys that you ride with all year long are there. So, I mean, that's I, I get what you're saying about Jeff Brom being a Louisville, but, you know, the guys that you have, you know, ran with, done drills with, played with all season long, most of those guys are still there. Most of those guys are still playing. So that's the type of, you know, rah-rah team thing that I'm giving right here. But ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, for these guys, you know, Charlie Jones, for example, you know, Payne Durham, for example, uh, this comes down to a business decision. Now let's move it over to the game well, really, tomorrow, uh, you've got the Colts, you've got uh, the Vikings. You know, we've already talked about Jeff Saturday saying he wants this uh, head coaching gig on a full-time basis. He wants to be able to interview uh, for it. Uh, to give himself an opportunity, he has to win out. And certainly, as you've described, the Colts have to win out to give themselves any opportunity to actually have uh, an opportunity at the playoffs, which is still possible. It's still possible, based on the math, for the Colts to win the AFC South. Uh, The Vikings don't seem like the team they're going to get the win over, even though the Vikings have had their struggles. Yeah, well, the Vikings defensively, they're going to keep the Colts in it tomorrow, Tony. They will. Defensively, they're just not very good. They'll probably make Matt Ryan look good because their defense just is not good. They have surrendered a lot of points in the past couple of weeks, and you saw what the Lions certainly and Dan Campbell did to them. So I think that their defense being so lackluster will keep the Colts in it. But here's what you got to figure out here. you got to figure out, and, and this is where – Jim Irsay has put Jeff Saturday in such a bad situation, and here's why. Because logically, where this team is going, they're not going to make the postseason. They're not going to win this division. None of that crap is happening. You want to position yourself the best as possible for one of those top three quarterbacks. Now, if you go out and win a couple of games, that's great for Jeff Saturday, but that's not great for your future because you're about to be out of the window of guys like you know, Will Levis uh, or maybe C.J. Stroud, somebody like that if they're hanging around around seven or eight or nine in that neighborhood of that April NFL draft, you'll take yourself out of consideration. But if you're Jeff Saturday and you don't win these games, what happens is in the court of public opinion from the fan base, they're already hoping for another coach. They don't want you to be the head coach. And if Jim Marcy really truly wanted Jeff Saturday to be the coach, then he would have waited until the offseason. He wouldn't have done that during the season because whoever was going to be coaching this team, Tony, one like he was going to lose anyway. So, to me, if you really wanted Jeff Saturday to have a shot at that job, you would have given Jeff Saturday that job after the season because somebody else would have coached him up, somebody else would have lost, and then you would not have that stain of losing still continuously this season on Jeff Saturday. So, it's going to be interesting. And, by the way, Jim Arce mentioned a couple of different times at the owners' meetings yesterday when he was talking about going out and interviewing, coming up in the offseason, potential coaches – 
He mentioned the collegiate level a couple of different times, so it makes you wonder about how hard he may go after Jim Harbaugh. When it's I, done. You know, you you bring up Ursay, and, and I've discussed this with you. Uh, I know that some of your compatriots over there on the fan uh, have talked about this. They've got stories out about this. Nothing's going to get better until Jim Ursay steps aside. And until so, the Ursay family looks at him and says, you are a connective tissue to the problems post Andrew Luck or, or the problems post, if, if, if you will, uh, Peyton Manning. You can't be involved in day-to-day decisions. That's over. You've hurt this team and you've hurt the continuity and the opportunities for this team. Will anybody tell him that? No, nobody will tell him that. And I, I'm going to ask you this question. If I, I'll ask you right now. Do you think the fans would rather have Chris Ballard back as the general manager for another year or Jeff Saturday back as the head coach next year? If we were going to ask Colts fans that, what do you think? They, they, would, they, would, take, they would take Saturday over Ballard, but that's an emotional decision. Yeah, I mean, and because it's a longer-term thing, it's okay, you've had six years to show what you uh, unfortunately have not been capable of doing, and Jeff Saturday has this small window so far. And more of the emotion that you're talking about is how Jeff Saturday was a player during the successful years here. But what you're doing, Tony, is you're working Jeff Saturday into that category of they don't think he's the future head coach. And you're talking about who is going to say something to Jim Irsay about, you know, making sure you don't meddle any longer. Because clearly, to me, Chris Ballard is a guy that has not been behind a couple of these decisions as of recently. So I don't know how much of the ear of Jim Irsay he has. So can he tell him? Probably not. So who's going to be able to tell him? Nobody. Nobody but Jim Irsay. He has daughters, right? Yeah, he does. I don't Okay. I don't know. I don't know about that, brother. If, if they <laughs> so, need help, I'll help them craft the message. I'm pretty good at these well, things. Well, listen, he needs somebody he needs somebody strong in the department of general manager or head coach and I don't think either one all of these I can guys. all I can do is like special Jim, Jim advisor Harbaugh, I, I don't think I'm the guy to be the general manager they can get somebody else but if tell him uh, tell him to stay out of the way yeah I can do that yeah well here's the other thing too I think he'll stay out of the way if they start seeing success that's the other thing and how long is it going to be before they see some consistent success that's that's beyond just Tony being told and wanting to step aside and not meddle I think when he does that, that is when this team starts winning again and he doesn't feel the need, whenever that's going to be.